Hi, this is Milan Milan. So, as you know, this is the study of Revelation um, chapters 4 through 6. Um, I will let you know that now this is, of course, John's experience. And he is being in the spirit and transported to heaven. So there he's going to see the radiance of our God described as precious jewels. So, of course, before we get into it, we should pray. <laughs> All right. Heavenly Father, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you for using me as a vessel. Lord, for all of the listeners, I ask that you reveal your word in such a way that's so powerful and so strong. And Lord, that we can apply it to our everyday uh, lives and that it is a reminder to us that you are coming soon. You are a God that is a God of his word. Um, you don't change. And um, just I ask that whatever we face, Lord, um, that we're constantly reminded that you are with us. Uh, you have not left us. And I just thank you. I thank you for this opportunity. And um, I'm just so appreciative. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. All right, saints, saints. All right. So we're getting into it, starting with Revelation chapter 4. All right. So in Revelation chapter 4, um, verse 1, sorry, says, After these things I looked, and behold, a door standing open in heaven. And the first voice, which I heard, was like a trumpet speaking to me saying come up here and I will show you things which must take place after this now right there I want to just speak of the rapture has happened okay the door is open in heaven because we're entering heaven and the rapture um, has now occurred and I want you to please go to First Thessalonians um, 4, and it is chapter, sorry, chapter 4, verses 14 through 18. And what that verse, what, the, what those verses say is, for if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so God would bring him Bring with him those who sleep in Jesus. For this we say to you by the word of the Lord, that we who are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord will by no means precede those who are asleep. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout and with a voice of an archangel, with the voice of an archangel and the trumpet of God. And the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And thus we shall always be with the Lord. Therefore, comfort one another with these words. All right. So we're gone. 
It's the rapture. We're, we're, we're away. We're with our Lord. So verse 2 goes into, Immediately I was in the Spirit, and behold, a throne sat in heaven, and the one and one sat on the throne. And he who sat there was like Jasper and Sardis. Now those are reddish stones like um, like a ruby, right? Um, in appearance. And there was a rainbow around the throne and in appearance like an emerald. First four, four, around the throne with 24 thrones. And on the thrones, I saw 24 elders sitting clothed in white robes and they had crowns of gold on their heads. All right. So this, I believe it's us. Okay. And I say that because we're clothed in white robes. We've been raptured up, right? In verse 4-1, Now we're around his throne. Okay, and we have on white robes and we've been given um, our crowns of gold are on our head. And verse five goes in and from the throne proceeded lightnings and thunderings and voices. Seven lamps of fire were burning before the throne, which are the seven spirits of God. So just try to imagine that we're all around the throne. We've been raptured up and all of this amazing events are taking place. Okay. It's lightnings and thunderings and voices. And we're there um, in heaven. And four six goes on. Before the throne was a sea of glass. Um, like crystal. And in the midst of the throne and around the throne were four living creatures full of eyes in the front and the back. For seven, the first living creature was like a lion. The second living creature was like a calf. The third living creature had a face like a man. And the fourth living creature was flying, was like a flying eagle. The four living creatures, each having six wings, were full of eyes around and within. And they do not rest day or night, saying, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. Now, right there is where I like to stop and just explain a little bit. So, the face of a lion is the strength of the ministers of the word. Lion being the strongest beast. And if you go to Proverbs um, chapter 30, verse 30, it says, A lion which is mighty among beasts and does not turn away from any. Okay. It's courage and boldness in preaching the gospel of Christ. So that's the face of the lion. Now, like a calf or an ox, um, it's humility, meekness, and patience, bearing insults, reproaches, and sufferings for Christ. The face of a man is the humanity and tender heartedness. And the flying eagle 
would be mysteries of grace, readiness, and swiftness to do God's will. And you can find that in Revelation 14 and verse 6. This is the proclamations of the three angels. We'll get to it, but just you know, for reference. Then I saw an angel. I'm sorry. Then I saw another angel flying in the midst of heaven, having the everlasting gospel to preach to those who dwell on the earth, to every nation, tribe, tongue, and people. All right. So that's just um, a breakdown <laughs> of those verses. Um, and going into 4 9, whenever the living creatures give glory and honor and thanks to him who sits on the throne, who lives forever and ever, the 24 elders fall down before him who sits on the throne and worship him who lives forever and ever and cast their crowns before the throne saying, you are worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For you created all things, and by your will they exist and were created. So we're praising God. We're worshiping God. Rightfully so. It's just. He deserves all of the praise and all of our praises should go to him. I'm sorry. So imagine remember we was just raptured for one and now we see God sitting on the throne and we lay our crowns before him praising and worshiping him because he is worthy and going into five chapter five of revelation this is now where the lamb takes the scroll so this is basically where this is the title deed being given to him um, the title deed of the earth. It does have seven seals and God the Father is about to give the title deed to Jesus Christ. So 5.1 starts at, And I saw at the right hand of him who sat on the throne a scroll written inside and on the back sealed with seven seals. Then I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, who is worthy to open the scroll and loose its seals? And no one in heaven or on the earth or under the earth was able to open the scroll or to look at it. And 5.4 says, So I wept much. John wept because no one was found worthy to open and read the scroll or to look at it. And in 5.5 five, says but one of the elders said to me do not weep behold the lion of the tribe of judah the root of david has prevailed to open the scroll and to loose its seven seals now right here i want to say this is messianic prophecy i'm about to give you well i'm sorry i'm about to tell you where it's at I'm not giving it to you. I'm about to tell you where it's at. Um, if you want to, please go to Genesis. Um, it's 49. And it's verses 9 
through 10 where it says judah is a lion's whelp from the prey my son you have gone up he bows down he lies down as a lion and as a lion who shall rouse him 10 says the scepter shall not depart from judah nor a lawgiver from between his feet until shiloh comes and to him shall be the obedience of the people so back in genesis like i said this is messianic prophecy of the coming of the line of judah and also if you want to go to isaiah and it is verse i'm sorry chapter 11 verse 10. so isaiah 11 verse 10 and it says and in that day there shall be a root of jesse who shall stand as a banner to the people for the Gentiles shall seek him and his resting place shall be glorious. So when John wept because he thought no one was worthy to open these scrolls, this right here, (laughs) this right here, saints, this is where Jesus right here has been introduced. So on the throne was God right in all his glory and now this is jesus been introduced because um as i stated god is giving jesus god the father is giving jesus the title deed right to the earth so now jesus has been introduced and he's definitely worthy because he is the lion Um, of the tribe of Judah he's also the root of David and from this point on in the book of Revelation he's going to be mentioned as the lamb all right so now worthy is the lamb if you go into 5 chapter 5 verse 8 now he had taken now when he had taken the scroll the four living creatures and the 24 elders fell down before the lamb each having a heart and golden bowls full of incense which are the prayers of the saints and they sang a new song saying you are worthy to take the scroll and open its seals for you were slain and you have redeemed us to god by your blood out of every tribe and tongue and people and nation right there going into 10 it says and have made us kings and priests to our god and we shall reign on the earth and 11 goes on and then i heard the voice of many angels around the throne the living creatures and the elders and the number of them were 10,000 times 10,000 and thousands of thousands saying with a loud voice worthy is the lamb who was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing 
and every creature which is in heaven and on earth and under the earth and such as are in the sea and all that are in them are heard saying blessing and honor and glory and power to him who sits on the throne and to the lamb forever and ever then the four living creatures said amen and when the 24 elders fell down and worshiped him who lives forever and ever all right so i just want to back it up just a little bit if we go to revelation 5 6 excuse me where it says having seven horns and seven eyes which are the seven spirits of god sent out into all the earth seven being the number of completion perfection so eyes being wisdom and knowledge omniscient omniscient sorry i said it wrong and seven horns horns meaning power um and so when they're speaking of this they're saying seven eyes as in perfect wisdom perfect knowledge and seven horns would be um perfect power okay and then going back to five eight the golden bowls um full of incense if you go with me to psalm 141 verse 2 going to tell you right what it says it says let my prayer be set before you as incense the lifting up of my hands as the evening sacrifice so all our prayers that we've been praying saints all the prayers and we're like has it been answered or or um you know maybe that's you know god telling me no and you know honestly some some prayers i'm kind of happy i didn't get what i was actually praying for years back i'm like oh that's to me god's protection god already knew he already knew when he's telling you the seven eyes wisdom and knowledge he knew already that whatever it was i call myself praying for at one point in time it wasn't for me it wasn't anything that um i should have but at the time when you're praying these prayers you might not really see it right so just know that all your prayers are um are not forgotten it's not like you're making you're saying your prayer and it's um like god has no record he has a record of every single prayer um that we've prayed I just wanted you to know that that's just one of the things that I heard and that when I started like reading more and digging deeper into it I further understood it so I just thought I would mention it to you all right now we're gonna go ahead and get into chapter 6 um, a revelation now I um, had did a recent podcast um, and it was about Matthew 24 being parallel to the um, the uh, seven seals. So some of this, if you've heard that podcast, 
you'll remember. But um, for those of you who haven't, we're just going to go ahead and I'm going to break it down um, for you um, just as we go through the book of Revelation, chapter 6. So the first one is the first seal, 6-1 where it says um, now I saw the I saw when the lamb opened one of the seals and I heard one of the four living creatures saying with a loud sorry, with a voice like thunder come and see and I looked and behold a white horse he who sat on it had a bow and had a crown was given to him and he went out conquering and to conquer now this is false peace okay because these are the seals remember it's going to be seven seals it'll be um the first one that we're speaking of right now white is a color of peace and you think it's peace but it's really not peace this is where the tribulation actually starts chapter six okay I believe I want to say is chapter 6 through 19 is going to be tribulation, but it definitely starts right here when the seals are now being broken. So this is a false piece. So it's going to be a time where people are going to think everything is going to get better. Um, but no, this is a false piece. This is not this is not Jesus coming back right um, on the horse. This is the first seal being broken and this is not truly peace. Um, it's a trick okay it's deceitful the second seal verses um, chapter 6 verse 3 is conflict that's going to be on the earth war is going to break loose so when he opened the second seal I heard the second living creature say come and see and another horse fiery red went out and it was granted to the one who sat on it to take peace from the earth and the people should kill one another and there was and there was given him a great sword so it's going to be bad it's going to be wars that break out um from from the second uh, seal okay the third seal is scarcity on earth so 6-5 says, when he opened the third seal, I heard the living creature say, come and see. So I looked and behold, a black horse and he who sat on it had a pair of scales in his hand. So the scales is like he's weighing out, right? Um, like measuring. Okay. And I heard a voice in the midst of the four living creatures say, a quart for, of wheat for a denarius and three quarts of barley for a denarius and do not harm the oil and the wine so this right here is letting you know it's going to be famine on the earth um and a quart of wheat for a denarius and three bar and three quarts of barley for a denarius is like you working all day and you can only feed yourself for that day that's it it is just going to be really bad. It's not like you think it's bad now. This is horrible. And I don't wish this on anybody. But this is you barely being able to feed yourself, if at all. Like it's very, very bad time. And don't harm the wheat and the oil. 
this is like the rich people's food, the rich man's food. Don't, you know, don't touch the um, the oil and the wine. They're going to basically be living like they're not going through it because, you know, they're rich. Their time is coming. But just understand that this right here, the third seal, is the balance, the measuring is going to be famine-like conditions. So the fourth seal is widespread death on earth. And it goes that into verse 7 of chapter 6. When he opened the fourth seal, I heard the voice of the fourth living creature say, come and see. So I looked and behold a pale horse and on the name of him who sat on it was death and Hades followed him followed with him and power was given to them over a fourth of the earth to kill with sword with hunger with death and by the beast of the earth so right now four seals have been broken and it's bad first is no peace so people got tricked it's a false hope and right after that followed war so people are now killing each other's rumors of wars it's not good it's it's just no it's no peace at all on the earth right the false peace came and 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 told you that and then with the war it's just bad it's evil right just it's just imagine the word is evil and the third seal is famine so you have been lied to it's wars breaking out people want to kill each other like literally kill each other and now you barely surviving and then the fourth seal is death right widespread death on the earth so going into the fifth seal um now this is the fifth seal this is the cries um of the martyrs and six nine says when he opened the fifth seal i saw under the altar the souls of those who had been slain for the word of god and for the testimony which they held and they cried with a loud voice how long O lord holy and true until you judge and avenge our blood on those who dwell on the earth then a white robe was given to each of them and it was said to them that they should rest a little while longer until both the number of the fellow servants and their brethren who would be killed as they were were was completed now the sixth seal is cosmic disturbances so 612 goes on to say i looked when he opened the sixth seal and behold there was a great earthquake and the sun became black as sackcloth of hair and the moon became like blood and the stars of heaven fell to the earth as a fig tree drop its late figs when it is shaken by a mighty wind the sky receded as a scroll when it's rolled up and every mountain and island were moved out of its place. Verse 15 says, And the kings of the earth, the great men, the rich men, the commanders, the mighty men, every slave, 
and every free man hid themselves in the caves and in the rocks of the mountains. So they knew what was going on. They were fearful, right, of our God. They knew exactly what was happening and they were afraid. So they wanted to hide themselves as if they could. But this is just, I'm just explaining. This is what is happening. And so 16, verse 16 says, and when, I'm sorry, and said to the mountains and rocks, Fall on us and hide from us, hide us from the face of him who sits on the throne. Who sits on the throne? God sits on the throne. And from the wrath of the Lamb. So they know judgment is coming. Judgment is there. Okay. And in 17 says, For the great day of his wrath hath come. And who is able to stand? All right. We're going to stop right there. That's the end of chapter six. So six was pretty heavy. Um, there is a small break from this before the seventh seal. Like when we pick up and we go into chapter seven, it doesn't get right into the seventh seal. Okay. The seventh seal um, doesn't happen until chapter eight. So we do have a bit of a break, but what I guess I like any of you to take from this is that given all that was just um, said, everything we just went over, um, especially I guess the last part with the seals, right? Because now that's when tribulation starts chapter 6 and again i believe it goes through chapter 19 but chapter 6 it starts and nobody wants to be here okay not even the people i'm sure i guarantee you the people that are going to be here would not want to be here so saints i say anybody you know that don't know christ introduce them to christ i mean you can't force uh, and I, I, I don't even think he would want us to force any, force him down anyone, um, like on them, but at least mention it, you know. Um, we can't save anybody, but sow those seeds to people who don't know Christ, um, and you know, hopefully they will come to know the true God that we know. Tribulation is going to be a really hard and difficult time for anybody to be here. There will be people who get saved during the tribulation, but it is um, more difficult to do then than it would be now. Okay, we'll explore it um, next Wednesday, God willing. But as I said, anyone who doesn't know Christ, um, just introduce them to Christ pray for them um, pray with them and um, yeah just keep them in prayer because this time of the tribulation is just um, it's just not a good time it's definitely God's wrath okay um, and he's a just God okay he is a just God and you'll see I'm sure you've probably read through it and if you haven't when we go through it you'll see 
how he he literally does everything in his power to get people to realize that he is real and that they need to repent right and change from their ways but you know there are going to be people that are stubborn that don't want to change don't want to believe um in the god of the bible they don't want to repent so and all we can do is pray sow the seeds and let god provide the increase So with that, I'm going to end this podcast. I would just like to end it, of course, with a prayer. Lord, I thank you. I thank you, thank you, thank you for your mercy, your grace, for your patience with us, God. We are not perfect people. We are in a fallen world. And I thank you, Lord, that you've been patient, that you've led us back to you, Jesus. I ask that anyone who doesn't know you, that you lead them into the full knowledge of who you are. You are a true and just God. You are a God that saves. You're a God that parts seas. You're a God that saves us from the whales of our lives. You provide everything before we even need it. The Holy Spirit intercedes for us when we know not what to ask for, when we know not what to say. You are an amazing amazing God and you are holy and worthy you are worthy of all praises I thank you I thank you Lord for the work that you're doing in me and in all who are listening Lord I thank you Jesus amen saints until we meet again God bless